Yo, this is a Newt perspective. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. <laughs> it's a front porch perspective tonight. Yes, sir. Front porch sitting is in your ears on this wonderful Monday. We know you listen on time like you should. Um, yeah, so Anthony, oh, he's crazy. He gave us the keys, Joey. It's funny because, you know, we've both been on individually, right? Mm-hmm. But we, we haven't been able to drive this show, and for whatever reason, Anthony decided it was a good idea to give us the keys to this thing and let us take it for a, for a test drive. So, woo. Yeah, we had like a production meeting and, and we were checking to see like what, what he wanted us to talk about. Like what, what you know, because listen, I'll be honest, Joey, I think I'll speak for you. This isn't going to be a, a hot, a hot button conversation, but we will have hot takes though, right? But, I mean, always. Right. That's, or, that's, I feel like that's what we do, really. So I kind of wanted to see where, where Anthony wanted us to go. And I think in, in, like, in the text verbatim or in the, in the sitting, the production meeting, he said, <laughs> I just told him myself, in the production meeting, he said, y'all, it's your perspective, you drive the show or something like that. Yeah. He left it wide open. Maybe not the best idea. <laughs> we'll try to keep it. We'll try to keep it professional. Nah, we will. Um. So just a little background on us. We have our own podcast. It's called Front Porch Sitting. Go ahead, uh, hop over there on your uh, whatever device, uh, platform you use. Uh, subscribe. Check us out. We, are, we record on Wednesday. We drop it on Thursday. How many shows have we done now? Uh, we did, this past week was number 111. 111 consecutive weeks of recording Front Porch Sitting. Yeah. Kind of proud of that. Um, and we're actually in a minute going to take credit for something here in a minute. But go give us a listen. Um, that's enough about us. We're going we're gonna to get uh, the perspective going here. Yes, sir. How did the perspective get started, Christopher? Well, you see, Joey, the perspective began because, like I said, we started our podcast. And Anthony is awesome. He listens all the time. That's my one obligatory compliment of Anthony. Anthony is awesome. He said I had to give him one. There it is. Anthony's awesome. Anyhow, wow. he listens He listens every week, right? You got that out of the way early, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting that knocked off. So <laughs> he um, he listens every week. And as you know, Anthony has pretty strong opinions. He doesn't always agree with us, which is perfectly fine. We can coexist. Um, and he would like set him and your brother, Shane. Always. Him and Joey's brother, Shane. They were constantly hounding us about like an opinion or a hot take or something. Or if the show wasn't out on time or oh, anything. It didn't matter what good, it was. God forbid it didn't drop right because we we gotten better since then. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't always get the show out on time. So we would get bombarded with like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Finally, one day, I don't know who it was. We'll leave it unknown. From the um, our Twitter account said... Get your own podcast. We named an episode "Get Your Own Podcast." Oh yeah, we took <laughs> a step further. Yeah, we said "Get Your Own Podcast," and um, as you know, Anthony, pretty bullheaded, he decided that yeah, he that's exactly what he did. He got his own podcast, which is really cool. Kind of glad. Obviously, we can't take credit for it, but oh no, 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 I'm taking credit for it. It happened because of us, and you're welcome, Anthony, and you're welcome, uh, new perspective listeners. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're we're the origin of the of the new perspective. We are. Yeah. By the way, the listeners to a new perspective are plentiful, unbelievable. It's crazy. Yeah, I think, I think you guys know this, but it's like 20 countries now, 21 countries. It's unbelievable. I, we have, I, we have he listened in Jamaica, I believe. So he yeah. took himself to Jamaica. He cheated a little he bit, but I'm okay purpose. with that. I'm he okay did it on it. purpose. Yeah. He, knew, he knew what he was doing. Right. Anyways, that it's wild, wildly popular. Um, it's only going to get more popular now that 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 we're uh, we're here with you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, so Anthony got his own show. 
Um, I like it. I listen all the time. It's really, really good. Um, we hope to bring you something a little bit different. Obviously, we're a sports platform is what we do. Um, we get into some current events, but we try to stay away from that. We leave that to the more educated professionals. Um, such as Anthony. Such as Anthony. Um, but we'll probably talk a little bit about some sports. The draft just happened. Um, I think we're going to start with like how we know Anthony, right? Didn't That's you probably the best option. Yeah, I think let's so. Let's go there. Um, I'll, let you, I'll let you lead it off. Um, how did you meet Anthony or, or how do you know Anthony? I know Anthony through you, actually. I, um, so you, you and him have been friends for a long, long time. You guys are, are several years younger than me. Um, yeah, you're old. I am. I'm pretty old, but that's okay. Um, so me and you, we played baseball growing up mm-hmm. and, and somehow our paths crossed and you know, the rest is history with us. Well, Anthony came along through you for me. And, uh, yeah. So since then, I mean, I, I Anthony's a brother to me, man. I, I love the guy. He's, uh, I, I know I can count on him anytime I need anything. He's going to be there for me. Um, I will tell you this, the, 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 so you told me, we were talking off air about something. I don't remember what it was now, but so the very first time I realized that me and Anthony were like, we're, we're boys, boys. Like, you know, you, you had these people and you're like, ah, oh, we're boys, but I knew we were boys, boys. Anthony Newton was the very first person that ever told me happy Father's Day on Father's Day. No way. Yes, sir. And you remember that. I remember that. I'll never forget it. You don't forget stuff like that. No, nah, you don't. You really don't. And uh, so, yeah, that, that was the time I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure I, I, this is my brother now. Like, this, right. ain't, this ain't my boy no more. This, this is my brother. So, yeah, that's how, that's how we – but it all started through you. And then I'm pretty sure it started, like, on social media, on Facebook, arguing back and forth. Shocker. At that time, he was a USC fan. Um <laughs> And so we would, <laughs> we would, <laughs> we would argue back and forth on Facebook or whatever, and yep. then it went to Twitter, and and then it went to both at the same time. We'd have two different arguments going on both platforms at one time, <laughs> um, and then yeah, and the rest is history, man. We've been we've been we've been there ever since. So yeah, no no doubt about it. Um, oh boy, I don't know. If I can pinpoint one. I mean, I know I cannot pinpoint one. I'm trying to think when. I've known Anthony like for as long as I can remember. My uh, teenage to adult days, I've known uh, I've known him. But just kind of like what you said, the one thing that does stick out in Anthony, because look, I mean, it's not a secret. Anthony and I don't always agree on everything. You know what I mean? Same. But me and you don't always agree on everything either. No, but it's like I think in in life it's important to have like an understanding of we don't all have to agree it's okay we can coexist I, I can i respect you enough i value your opinion on that might not agree but we can still coexist and i think so many people have the hardest time understanding that with me and anthony and, and any anyone for that for that matter but 100%. since we're on the new perspective right. like i'm gonna reference that like you don't have to agree with everyone on everything and it's okay that they're not a bad person per se they're not necessarily May not be somebody that you want to be great friends with, but the relationship between me and Anthony is is been there forever. So it's not like that's going anywhere, right? You know what I'm saying? No, like, I 100 percent. I think saying. we need more of that, like the understanding and like respect. I think I think it always comes back to like respect. Yeah, you know what I mean? I 100 percent agree with you. It's funny because you know I talked earlier about social media. I swear I think people truly believe that me and Anthony hate each other. Probably there I are like, probably people that think that. Right. But then, then if they come over to Wednesday nights to a front to a front porch sitting right. uh, recording, like, yeah, he it, popped in on us last week. He did with, with party favors and gifts and stuff. like yes, that. Yes, sir. Un, ja- un, unasked, they just did. Yeah, Jamaican rum was excellent. Very on, much so. on, on Wednesday night. It flowed extremely well. Yeah, so a little too good. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, back to what your, the point you said was like when you knew that y'all were like boys, boys. And I already knew this, but this is just a, a story um, that will kind of illustrate that. So I was living in D-Land at the time. Uh, whew. Uh, <laughs> it was a um, not a great breakup. It was just one of those where, well, let me be careful here. Um, we broke up. We right. lived together in a house, me and my ex-girlfriend. Um, but she was kind of a little bit, oh man, I'm going to do it. You just got to do it. She was just a little crazy. That's all. Just a little. Kind of a lot, but like kind of crazy. And we worked at the same place. We both worked at the school there. And I knew I was done. Like I knew I was done and I knew I had to get out of there like that day. Like I had to go. But I knew if I told her I was leaving that day, it was going to get crazier. And I don't, crazier doesn't work. I, I don't do well in that environment. So I was like, all right, nope, not going to do that. So I was like, look, hey, here's what we're going to do. I'm, I'm going to call out today. I'm not going to work. Go to work. When you get home, we'll talk about it. We'll get it all squared away. Second she walks out the door, I call Anthony. I'm living in D-Land, about three, three, three yeah. hours away. Mm-hmm. Not an easy drive. I call Anthony and I say, hey, dude, I need you to come help me pack. <laughs> he said, like, pack? And I was like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm coming home. And he was like, all right, uh, okay, no problem. And then, then it began, like, Anthony's super organized and very resourceful. So we start making phone calls. One of our other good buddies, John Woodley, lets us borrow a big pickup truck. Anthony drives it all the way down. We pack my stuff up in, like, an hour and a half <laughs> and leave. And uh, we don't have to <laughs> – the rest of that – how that ended is I ended back up in Lake City. But my, the point to the story was Anthony dropped everything that he was doing that day. Because his plan was not to go drive to D-Land. No, six, I wouldn't imagine so. Six mm-hmm. hours of travel, help me pack. He did it. No questions asked. You know, and there's obviously stories like that reciprocated where we've helped him. But yes, Anthony's just a good dude. He is. He's just a good dude. Like you said, like loyalty, he just sticks out. And so, you know, when you have like a genuine friend, it is what it is. Everything else, like there's nothing that will like supersede that as far as any opinion or political affiliation or it doesn't matter it doesn't matter for me right to add to that so we like i said we record every wednesday night okay Mm -hmm. and anthony comes over a lot on wednesday nights just to hang out and the best part is is he still listens the next morning yeah and then he'll live tweet what he listens to yeah it's great but anyways so he'll come over and we've had some of the most unbelievable conversations until one two three in the morning sometimes over here in the man cave where we're at right now Mm -hmm. um about religion or politics or, or anything that can be controversial like but we can we can we can talk about it we may have like you said we may have difference of opinions but it's never going to come between us like that like it, it can't and it won't it's no. just not possible no and i think that comes from like a place of respect like i can respect someone else's opinion we agree on a lot of things too we're making <laughs> it sound like we don't agree on anything right Sorry, yes, that yes. is very no, no, accurate. I we do agree same, on a lot of things. I did the same thing you do. But there, but there are things that, like, within religion that, like, we've talked about the Bible and things that, like, I have questions about. Right. But I, I can trust Anthony and his education in that area, that arena, and I know that he's going to give me his truth. And then it's up to me to figure out, well, okay, I, I, okay, that cleared, that cleared that up for me. Like, that makes more sense. Right. But those are there's a lot of people that cannot have those conversations because it is such a hypersensitive subject that, you know, you're like, well, I don't know about that, man. Or, you know, it's, 
But like you, you are right. We, we, we'll stop recording, and we probably should record the conversation that happens after. <laughs> More often than not, that is true. Now, sometimes we don't need to record those conversations because— um, A lot of times we don't. Right. But sometimes they are very good, and, um, and it would be a pretty intriguing, uh, intriguing educational listen as well. Um, that's kind of how we know Anthony. I don't really want to get into too many stories. There's a lot of stories— at least if I can't speak for you, but for me and Anthony, that they just they probably won't ever no, yeah, be told. No, the stories are plentiful, but we, we, we probably don't. Yeah, we don't need to get in story time. No, we ain't trying to air people out tonight. No, 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 no. Myself or, or Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Not anyone else. Um, where do you want to go uh, from here? Do you want to talk a little bit of sports about like the draft, the most recent draft, or... Yeah, let's just go to, let's go to the draft. I think that's probably the easiest, most obvious transition here. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I know you're on, on our notes here. You were going to ask me, but I'm actually going to ask you. Do you have any um, first round like surprises? Um, I, I was surprised that J.C. Horn, the cornerback from South Carolina, was the first cornerback taking uh, taken. I thought that uh, I thought Sertan was pretty much a lot to go to uh, Dallas at ten, which they ended up trading out of that pick. Um, and I thought that would be the first corner taken. So that was, that was a little surprising to me. It kind of made other things fall into place for some, some teams, which, you know, will maybe help, maybe hurt Mac Jones falling to 15 kind of surprising. I, not for me personally, cause I don't think he's all that fantastic, but around the league, you know, he was hyped to be a, a, a third overall pick and he ended up falling all the way to 15 to Anthony's boys, the Patriots. <laughs> Ooh, Anthony's fandom. We're gonna we're gonna have to get on that too. I need to know what he thinks about that. So we're gonna we're gonna have to talk to him about that. I don't. I, I haven't talked to him about about Mac Jones going there. So yeah, Anthony's not in the room with us. We did not specify that. Anthony's not with us right now. No, 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 no. We're we're recording this remotely on an island. Yeah, we'll send it to him later. Yeah, we're gonna send it to him later. No edits. It'll be it'll be clock, like locked and loaded. He can't. He won't be able to go like fix anything, take anything out. It is what it is. We got the keys. <laughs> Um, to this Ford Fusion, baby. Yep. Kia, the Kia. <laughs> um, what about you? What, any surprises for you? I mean, the only one that, that – well, that's not the only one. The one that jumps out first is um, Miami going to get Jalen Waddle over Devontae Smith. I mean, they're both receivers at Alabama. For me, if the need is receiver, I think I have to go with the more proven guy, Devontae Smith. Now, don't get me wrong. Jalen Waddle was an absolute freak, right? He is very, very good. He probably will have a very good NFL career. And that's their job to figure that out. But he did just fracture his ankle, and he couldn't play in the national championship game 100% because of the, that ankle. Right. I mean, I don't think that will have any, any long-term effects. We'll talk about ankles here in a little bit. But uh, <laughs> that's foreshadowing in the business. Yeah, we call that tease. We call Professional that teasing. tease there. Um, but I mean, I think I don't think you got a bad player in Jalen Waddle. But I don't either. I'm, but I'm with you. I, I yeah, the Heisman Trophy with Devontae Smith did stuff that just uh, you know he he just the way he plays football, he just makes it look so easy. He does. It's, it's so, very effortless. So effortless. Like he projects to me as a long career kind of guy. Like Except a, for the fact that he weighs 160 pounds. That's what they say. We'll see. Yeah, I mean that's that's the that's the only knock that I've seen on him so far. Is he's he's little. Okay. Jerry Rice wasn't real heavy. Mm mm. He, he had a pretty good career, right? He, he lasted a pretty long time. <laughs> yeah, he was all right. I think, you know, and we'll get into this too. We're going to get into a lot of things. I think that 
these general managers and coaches and scouts and draft gurus, they'll do whatever they can to devalue someone. That's 100% accurate. The less valuable you appear to be, the mm-hmm. less leverage you have at the contract negotiation, the less money they have to pay you. Right. So you got a guy like Devontae Smith who can't be production, can't be stage. He played in the uh, Alabama. Can't, so be, he's, can't he's, be character because he's got too many quality character parts to yeah, him. Can't be character. So the only thing they could do to knock him and try and ding his value was, oh, you're a little too light. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the SEC West, shut up. Right. I want to hear it. Yeah. Stop. Like, it, Stop. It's ridiculous. Get some help. <laughs> <laughs> it's absurd. That, but that's what they do. And I mean, I guess it's, that's the game, right? We're going to talk about that too. You got to know how to play the game. At the end of the day, you have your interest, your best interest. You do what you got to do to get your best interest in hand. Right. Personal best interest in hand. Yeah. Because you know if you're not game. looking out for you, I promise you nobody else will. Right. And we're going to talk about it. there's somebody in uh, particular, my opinion, only my views are my own, my opinion, um, that might do things differently. I hear but, you. I'm excited for that. What else do we have in the draft? Anything? Um, oh, one I, I genuine here. So Gregory Rousseau from Miami, Gregory Rousseau. He played the end. He opted out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up going 30th to the Bills. Right. He was far and away the best end on his own team. His teammate, though, Jalen Phillips, who was medically disqualified for head injuries kind of thing while he was at UCLA, got had to go see like five doctors to be cleared to play in Miami. Mm-hmm. Had a good year. He was a good pass rusher. He went 18 to the Dolphins. And Rousseau, the guy who was far and away better, in my opinion, who opted out and did not play, slipped to the end of the first round. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, we're going to talk a, a, a little bit about this, I feel like. Cause, the opt-out? Yeah, yeah, the opt-outs in general. Yeah, I agree. What's your What's your thought on that? I, I, I need to know why these people opted out. Like, Jamar Chase opted out, right? Yeah, yeah, he was the other one. He was the first receiver taken. Number Yeah, number five overall pick. Overall. Opted out, did not play. For him, his talent is so great mm-hmm. that it did. I don't think it really mattered. It, it didn't matter if he opted out because of COVID, if he opted out because he didn't want to get hurt, if he opted out because of – none of that really mattered because talent is going to outweigh any of that at, at, regardless at this point. Right. right. For, then, for someone like him. Yeah. Chase is one of the more talented receivers that's come out in several years. Like he's, he's that kind of guy. Okay. So for him, it's a little different. Um, there's a couple of guys at Florida State that, you know, didn't really opt out per se, but they opted out mentally. Yeah, they kind of checked out. They kind of they checked out. That's that's the right word. Yeah. Um. So we'll get into them a little bit later. But yeah, the opt outs, just the opt outs. They. they it it I, appears I, as if they've hurt their value. That's exactly what I was about to say. It doesn't look like they helped their value at all, other than Jamar Chase, who, like I said, it doesn't matter because he he could have done whatever he wanted to do. And he was still going to be a top ten pick because he's like that. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would typically, I do agree partially with that. Like Rousseau had a first round top five, top projected top ten pick until he opted out. Mm-hmm. If he plays, there's no doubt in my mind he probably is a top ten, top ten kind of guy. Well, he's going to have a big year because Phillips is on the other side, anyways. Right, so, and they have so, Quincy Roche, the other kid. They, I mean, they have pass rushers all over the place. Right. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think those guys hurt themselves. I really do. Now, they had to do the best thing for them and their family and their situation, and you and I both, we can have the front porch perspective, but we can't speak on what they should have done because only they know what they should have done. 
hundred percent. I agree with that. And maybe that was the best thing for them. For for that per- specific person at that specific time, yeah, maybe it was. Maybe. I, I can't say that to be certain one way or the other. But what we can do is look from our perspective now on the outside looking in and go, well, it doesn't appear to have helped. Just based on side. yeah, just based the on the draft where you got drafted, the money that you, in theory, could have gotten. Also, in theory, you could have gotten hurt and you don't get drafted at all. So, I mean, or could have contracted COVID and gave it to a family member, which you didn't want to do. Right. So, like in that sense, they may have made the right exact right decision, and they'll. I mean, he still was a late first round guy, so it's not like he's he's fine. But it, I'm just saying, it didn't. It doesn't appear from the football side of things to have helped. It looks as if owners and coaches they do place value and premium on snaps, reps, game film, game film. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, like I'm not not discounting or taking away from their decision. That's their call, and I said that from the beginning. Been real transparent on that. If that's what you feel is the best thing for you, then that's what you had to do. Period. Yeah, but I, mean, it, I can't. I can't go against what you're saying right now. From the draft side of things, though, it doesn't appear to have improved their stock. No. Um, do you want to go to the Florida State guys? Because I, I don't think, really have. I, I, I don't think really we should. No, else. no, no. I think we're good with the draft as far as that part of it goes. Now you're. There's two guys in specific that you're referring to, and we, mm-hmm. like I said, we talked about it off air. Um, Tamari and Terry and Marvin Wilson are the two names that, that keep coming up, and they went undrafted out of Florida State. Tamari and Terry is a you know, 6'4", 220-pound mm-hmm. receiver that runs a 4'4". Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think that his film is great. I think that he does certain aspects of his uh, – he has certain aspects of his game that are great. Um, his route tree was very limited in my opinion. What and, I will say is – in his defense, which I don't do, I won't do often. He didn't play on a great offense. He That's didn't have valid. great. He didn't have great coaches, and damn sure didn't have great quarterbacks. And even if he did have a great quarterback, the offensive line was so bad it didn't matter. It didn't matter. So like, so that I can appreciate. Yeah, I think he probably should have been drafted. Apparently, with him, there was like some issue, like you said, him as a player, like the route tree kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, he kind of checked out as well. He was one of those that. Kind of got hurt. He had like knee surgery, so he does need to be commended for trying to come back from that. Didn't really work well, and then it's like, all right, look, I think I'll just I'll just chill for a bit. But he was really really outspoken early on. Um, he was very outspoken, just in general. Um, he, he didn't. He wasn't really like keeping it in the locker room kind of guy. He would like tweet out like little cryptic stuff, like a um, a green and orange heart. That could be FAMU, could be Miami. Like it was like a, and it was at a time to where he was trying to be cryptic. I don't think that helped him any. Um, he's not a Jamar Chase kind of guy. Like they're right. not gonna, right. over, they're not gonna overlook that. Clearly, something happened because I do think he should have been drafted. In my opinion, I, I think, think if he's he, a I think late, if he came out last year at a at a college, he's a third to fourth round guy. And right. last year's draft class for receivers was insanely deep. Yeah. So I mean, at at, be, at worst, I think he's a fifth or sixth round guy this year. A flyer, because he's like I said, he's six four, two twenty, and runs a four four. Right. I, those guys don't grow on trees. The reason he didn't get drafted to me can't be because of his football ability. It's got to be something else. And you think it's? I think it is how he how he handled himself as a professional, even though he was an amateur outside of football. I, I again. This is just my opinion on the outside looking in. I don't know what his struggle was. I don't know what it was. It was something. It was something. It had to be something. Because his, his football ability doesn't say undrafted free agent. Who, right. He might not make that team. You and me both don't think he'll make that roster. Seattle's, they're pretty deep at receiver. Right. I mean, they're, yeah, exactly. Not because he's not talented, just what they have there. Yeah. 
But I think it's more, and we're going to move on um, to the next guy, where I think it may be I have a little stronger opinion on. Marvin Wilson. Right. Five-star out of high school. Um, he was, so he says, a projected first-rounder last year. I don't think he really was. I think he was probably like a second or third round grade. I think he was probably borderline first round. You think so? I really do. <clears throat> See, because there's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of people saying that that wasn't true. I mean, they can say that, but nobody really knows the truth. But I, I don't think that even if he was a, a second round grade, I don't think it was a low second round grade. I think he No, but, but how it works is, you know this, you get a first round grade, mm-hmm. and then you get a second through fifth round grade, right. and then you get a last day grade, six, right. seven. So they don't say... You can get a middle round grade. It could be second. It could be fifth. It's right. gonna. It's gonna be the same. So it's not gonna. They're not gonna say first round. Or or yeah. Or or, or top or, half of the second round or, or whatever. Round, right. Yeah. Not, they're not gonna be specific with no, that part of it. They give you first round grade, literally first round, and then second through fifth, and then six and seven. That's right. how that works. Um. So, anyways, but he was, he was a very good player the prior year. Comes out. Um, Norvell put his foot in his mouth and misspoke or maybe tried to mislead. I don't know his real intentions. I'm of the belief that that he maybe misspoke and maybe was not trying to be as malicious as it appeared that he was trying to be. Right. Um, maybe I'm naive. Maybe I just want to see the good in Florida State football coach, which is probably true. Um, but how – and Marvin Wilson's already come out and said he would handle it differently. I do know for sure that in the interviews with the – this is what's been reported. Not I wasn't in the meeting, unfortunately – um, <laughs> but what, what's been said is that that question was one of the first ones that came up was, or well, would you have handled the situation with Coach Norvell differently? And for those of you who don't know, um, Norvell said that he tried to talk to every single player. He, he, he said, he, yeah, he, re, he reached out to every single player on the roster. I think he said he did talk to. Yes, he did. That's, That's what where he, he messed up. Because uh-huh. I think he did reach out to everyone in a mass text and said, my door's open, you can come talk to me. But he did not have that conversation with every single player. Right. So whether he meant to be misleading or not, that I think that's irrelevant. It was a little bit misleading. Like it, it wasn't. Marvin Wilson. It was misleading enough to him. He took exception to it and took it to social media, Twitter, and it went viral. Went absolutely crazy. Could have cost Norvell the job. Could have made things really, really bad for his boss, if you will. Um, he's an amateur athlete, so he doesn't actually have a boss. But the, his superior, the person he has to answer to. He did make it really, really messy for him. Actually, it wasn't a could. It was messy for a while. Right. Um, so I think that hurt him. Like, I think that hurt him. I, well, that's the question that GMs ask. Like, if something goes bad here with the, with the Browns or whoever, are we going to go straight to social media and air everyone out? Or are we going to try and handle it like men? Like um, a professional. Professional. Well, and that, that's the difference, though, right? Right. That is the difference. Because here's the thing. There's, there's tweets out there from... Uh, the, the the Milwaukee Brewers closer a couple of years ago had a tweet when he was 14 years old, s- said something really, really stupid. It comes back when he's in the All-Star game when he's like 23. Yeah. It's like nine years ago. It's stupid, but it's always there. It'll right. always be there. When you say dumb things or you do dumb things, and maybe he felt at that particular time like that wasn't dumb. Like maybe he really felt in his heart of hearts that he should air everybody out. And he had conviction in that. He had conviction in that. And that's fine. But you have to understand that there's always going to be consequences for your actions. Whether you like them or whether you don't like them, there will always be consequences for those actions. And I think I'm I'm relatively on board with you, although I think that his year was so bad that 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 played a a larger role in it. Yep. And then I I don't want to say this in a negative tone, but sometimes the headache that someone brings to you isn't worth – 
what the what the production they're going to put out. Right. I think that's and I I kind of alluded to it earlier when we said that these guys are looking for anything and everything to devalue you. And when I say oh, devalue, 100%. devalue, I don't mean like as a person, but like as a prospect, as a as a um a player. Like again, this is about money. And then we're going to continue to go back to it. It's about money, contract negotiations. Like, dude, you're this is whether it's true or not. You're a headache, man. You're you know you're a liability. You're kind of a loose cannon. Look what you did here at Florida State. You made a huge scene and whatever, whatever. Right, like you said though, whether it's true or not, that's the perception. That's and, and even that's what I'm going to say at the negotiation table. Like, look, you're not worth that two million, but maybe one point five. Like, I mean, it's it's a it seems dumb. And then here's the other side. Marvin Wilson was an amateur athlete. He does have that platform. He is free to say those things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all for that. And in his mind, and in whether you believe it or not, it doesn't matter. He was trying to do what was best for him. And some good stuff did come out of it. They did. They cleaned up some elementary schools locally. Mike Novell had to backtrack and then really shifted his focus and, and helped the community in, in like lesser poverty areas. And, and, and they were very active in their community and, and trying to give Marvin the platform. He was on all these different shows and, and he was able to speak what he wanted to speak and, and speak on the racial injustice and the, and the Black Lives Matter movement. And, and, and he, he did, he does still have this huge following. I think, like you, you kind of hit it on the head. Had he had a great year and went out and dominated, I don't think there would be anyone that could say anything about that. Like, I, I agree. They would look over that. Right. Like, and, I'm, and we're, and we're talking about like, we're saying headache in air quotes. Like, this isn't, this is headaches, not the right word. And I said it before I said it is not the right word, but it's the easiest word to compare it to because like, that's how people view it. Like, right. You know gonna, I mean? Yeah. They're going to view that as like a distraction, a distraction, you, you know, you like, you know, it's going to be viewed as a distraction. And in, in, in Marvin's case, it, he absolutely probably might do that again, just differently. Right. Cause a lot of good did come out of it. That's he, what I, so that was my next question to you. Mm-hmm. Do you feel for Marvin Wilson specifically, just him, do you feel like what he did he is still okay with because of the positive change in the Tallahassee area. Yes. But it also hurt him individually. So is that, do you think that he would go back and do like the same thing or do it a little different? Or, I mean, because in my opinion, if I, if I know in my heart of hearts that I'm good enough to mm-hmm. make it. Mm-hmm. And so I drop, you know, whatever fifth, sixth, seventh undrafted free agent, mm-hmm. but I did good for my community and my people are now in, in a, in a better place because of my, my doings or, or my sacrifice ability. Yeah. Case. My sacrifice, there you go. My sacrifice, yeah. then so be it. I, I'll make do for myself. I can figure myself out. I think he probably would do it exactly. Maybe I think he might handle it differently with coach Norvell as far as like not making him look like the bad guy. Right. Because I think he could still get to answer your question. I do think the result, would be the same as far as like I think he would do whatever he had to do to get because he did a lot of great things with right. with his platform. So like, I do think he would do that. I think he might go about it differently. Mm-hmm. Like go to Norvell and be like, "Look, dude, this was wrong. You are not telling the whole truth." And you know, while we're on it here, while we're having this discussion, this uh, there's some things that need to change. We need to start putting more emphasis and focus on uh, this, this, and this. And then hopefully it gets done. And, it, right. and here's the thing, though. It might not get done if he does it that way. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Heck, I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know that. But I do know that it. I think, in my opinion, that it hurt him a little bit on like the football side of things. Do I think it was worth it for him? Absolutely. Absolutely. He raised awareness, which is what he was trying to do. I think he went about it maybe not the right way, but he got results on, on that end. Right. So you can't really argue with that. Um, and I don't really argue with what he was saying. I there needed to be light shed on that, on the Black Lives Matter and the in racial injustice and all those things. That that needed to happen, and, and 
And I'm okay with that. I just think he hurt himself in the process of in the process of of doing that. Right. Which leads me to my next point. Well, it's maybe more of a question. So I want to ask you. So it doesn't. It's not like a perfect example in this case because Marvin Wilson had a bad year on the field. Right. Right. Um, he didn't finish the year. He he was hurt. He was injured. He had a really really bad Senior Bowl. Um, he did have a horrible week of practice and then a bad Senior Bowl. Really really bad. Like bad bad. I truly think that that may be what hurt him more than anything else. I, honestly, is the I, is I, the Senior Bowl. The tape was bad, but the Senior Bowl apparently, from by all accounts, was was really bad. Yeah, I think that hurt him worse than anything else he did on or off the field at Florida State. Before you get to the next point, mm-hmm. before you get to your question mm-hmm. here, you. Marvin Wilson did sign like the biggest undrafted free agent contract of the year. I will say that. See, I, that's news to me. Like he, I think it was like 162.5 guaranteed, and then a thirty thousand dollars signing bonus. So, what would be the point of them not drafting him if they're willing to pay him that kind of money? I'm not sure. That's the, that's the thing that gets me because if you're drafting in the seventh round, you're like you're not getting that money. No. So I I don't know. I, I really don't know the Is answer it an to that question. Thing? Maybe. That's, and that's what I'm getting at. And so, like, so my question is going to be more because Marvin Wilson took on an activist role okay. at Florida State. Right. right. He saw that something was wrong. He wanted to act on it. And that's what he did. He used his platform at Florida State, which was gigantic. And then it got even way bigger, maybe bigger than he thought it would. That thing went viral, viral, like mm-hmm. viral, viral. Right. Um, and so he kind of became an activist, if you will, and got a lot of things done. And I, when I say activist, I don't mean that in a negative I don't. I uh, hope that it comes. It's not like a negative connotation. He's just he's an activist. He's going to go try and get things done. Right. Um, can you be an athlete that's unproven at a professional level and still be an activist? Uh, you, yes, but it's challenging. It's okay. very challenging. You have to have a, an an extremely strong conviction and a lot of a lot of confidence in yourself to be able to perform at a high level because, because you're going to have to right because you're going to have to whether you like that or not that it, it is what it is and and people sometimes will see that as a negative like people see an activist oh well, he doesn't care about his craft it was a big thing with Kaepernick he doesn't care about playing quarterback in the NFL he just wants to do this no that's not what it was that's not what it was no but also Colin Kaepernick was not a great quarterback you can you can fumble it around how you want to and say oh well he he was pretty good he was okay yeah, he was okay until he, they started figuring him out. Should have been in the league, probably. Yeah, on part, a of, part of that is him, though. Right. Don't not want to take backup money. That's that's well, that's that, true. That's partly him too. But if if guys, LeBron James is an, is an activist. LeBron James he, is one of the best players ever touched a basketball. Bingo. So I so, so go ahead. No, so I think like and you you hit it on the head with Marvin Wilson or any anyone. You better. Be willing to understand that you're going to make the road a little bit harder on yourself, mm-hmm. right? Because there are people that are going to love what you're doing, but there's also going to be people that are not going to like at all what you're doing, whether they're right or wrong. That's that part's irrelevant. That's just a fact. That's in everyday life. You can't right. make everyone happy. You're never going to. So you might as well not try to. You better do like you said, and and where your conviction is, where you feel strongly for. But understand that that road is going to be made more challenging by that decision. Like you're going to have to produce. And when you don't produce, like he did not at Florida State in his final year and at the Senior Bowl, you may slip from a first, second round grade to undrafted free agent. And so, like, this is where I'm at on this. I under, while I understand 
what he did. I can never fully understand how he felt, right? Like right. you and me both cannot speak on racial right. injustice like to that level. Of course, I've been profiled before. Uh, the Mexican kid with the 22-inch rims on his truck when I was young, right? <laughs> but nothing to the level of like what, what those guys, uh, what those people are having to deal with, like that he deals with in his family, in his community. So I can't speak on that. I'll be uneducated to do that. So I sit back and listen like to people like Anthony right, on things like that. Yes, sir. Right? But what I can do from like from my perspective, it seems like not counterproductive. I'm talking strictly from a football standpoint and a administration job standpoint. When you do things like that, you're giving people ammunition or leverage or power to to knock you down a peg. If you don't handle your business in your like in your field, whether it be football or whatever whatever job you may have, and that's just my perspective from the outside looking in. It seems like a very difficult place to navigate because you want, while you want to go be an activist and speak out against injustice and wrongdoings and things like that, it appears as if if you're not, if you're not performing to the level that you should, it's just way more easier to move on, right? For your for your boss or whoever NFL teams in this case to just kind of pass. Like you might be good, but we don't know if we want the distraction that doesn't that that's not giving us the production. Is that fair? I don't think so. No, I mean I don't either. But I and I knew you didn't. But I just I, you know I wanted everybody else to know that you, you right. didn't think it was fair. So there's a little softball for you. But um, <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, I'll be but, here all night. Hey, so we're doing we're doing our best with this, right? Like Joey and I are Caucasian guys. Like we don't. I can't relate to some of the issues. I can't relate to a lot of the issues that like Marvin Wilson was talking about. But we have. I have plenty of friends that that deal with that kind of stuff. Anthony is one of them. I've been there. I've seen some of the stuff that Anthony's gone through that I don't think a white person would have had to go through. Fact, I've seen it in person myself. So I lean on him in in times like that. So (laughs) we really are doing our best to talk about things that are honestly quite uncomfortable for us to have that conversation because I I can't speak from a place of understanding. I can only speak from an outside point of view or opinion. So... We just want to, that's a probably should have said that at the beginning. Yeah, but I mean it's okay. You know, um, I will say this, and this I I don't think I have much else to say about it, but I will say this: I think that the more the athlete becomes the athlete slash activist, I think the easier it gets along the way, right? So the and and that goes from from the bottom up. I think there's a right way to do to do it and a wrong way to do it. I do think that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as you're doing it the right way and you're and you're truly you're trying you, to get change or you're, you're trying to get change for the good of of humanity yeah the, then the more people the more athletes the more young athletes that are doing that the 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 easier it gets yeah down the road They're but clear. but i also believe that it, it creates change and the more change we have as a society um it just in general just loving people more mm-hmm. being a little bit more patient with with people and and that's that's everywhere but i think the more that happens the easier it gets to be a, an athlete that does want to do that you know what totally i mean totally agree i think they're like blazing a trail like this is this is new that that whole being using your platform to speak on things that previously you couldn't you could not even begin to have that conversation you know so right. I do. I think as time goes, I do think I do think it'll get easier. I think it'll be more accepted, and it should. Like it should. We should not have a conversation of this is me. Like I don't think there should be 
and I don't feel this way, but I know there are plenty of people that do, but I don't think there should be a conversation of, hey, we should treat that person better because, you know, they have feelings too. They're, they're, they're black, but you know what? We, we should really be treating them better. That should just be a given. They're right. freaking human. Like, that's, that's the part that I struggle with because, like, I don't, I don't experience that in my daily life, but I do have a close friend, the host of this show, Anthony, who, who does. And so I'm like, look, I, I obviously believe him. I trust him. I've seen it. So I know that it happens. But it's just, that shouldn't even, it's a sad that, that that's even a conversation that like Marvin Wilson has to stand up and speak out and potentially put himself in harm's way because there are people that, that believe whatever they believe or are racist or, or whatever the case may be. Like that shouldn't even, it shouldn't even be a conversation. He shouldn't even have to be an activist to do that. Like that should just be a given. So I, I think that's just freaking ridiculous that that's, that, that there even has to be a conversation of, can you be an activist and an athlete? Shouldn't have to be an activist. Should just love each other. Like that shouldn't be a movement. That no. shouldn't have to be a movement. I agree. You know I what I'm saying? Like, I know it is. I know it is. It has to be, but it shouldn't. But have it to shouldn't be. be. It right. Shouldn't, we shouldn't have to hate someone because of the color they are, or their belief, or you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever the situation is. Yeah, it yeah. shouldn't be a thing. But but unfortunately, it is, and it's going to take people like Marvin Wilson and Malcolm Jenkins, and, and there's tons of others, uh, Colin Kaepernick, if you will. That, that are going to be in the forefront and will stand up for what they believe in at their risk of their own potential career. There's one more that you're missing, and we're going to – we have to. I have to talk about it. He's your favorite. LeBron James is a big activist, right? Very much so. Very much so. And he does a good job. Like, I, I, I think that he does a good – I really like LeBron James, the person. I do. I think he's a good dude. I think he tries too hard to be – something that he's not sometimes mm-hmm. and that bothers me a little bit right but i don't think he i don't think he does it in a malicious way i think he 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 truly wants to be a man of the people i really believe that and i think he's a good human being at heart i, I, I again i truly believe that i do too i'll I think, buy that story i don't I, think he does anything with malicious intent no i i don't um but he really bothers me when he plays basketball yeah really bothers me yeah i agree and some of the things that he says not, and I'm, this is completely outside of the activist role now. This is the athlete role. Some of the things he says as an athlete, I'm like, bro, do you understand how stupid you sound? Like when he said, oh, I knew when I won that one, that made me the greatest of all time. Mother, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. And the fact that you said that yep. makes me know. That you don't even believe that. That you, that you don't even belong in that conversation. Mm-hmm. The most talented basketball player of all time, sure. Yeah, yeah. No problem. But the best, absolutely not. Your mentality, your mindset ain't the same, big dog. It no, just ain't. He's not. He's not. Um, and this all started because of a quote. And I'm going to read the quote to you, Christopher, and then you tell me how you feel about this quote. <laughs> I think I know where you're going. Because this was just a few days ago. <clears throat> it's impossible. I don't think I will ever get back to 100% in my career. That's LeBron talking about coming back from his high ankle sprain, Chris. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that's that's funny. What I mean, come on, like, is he posturing a little bit? Like, he's not being serious, though, right? No, I, 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 I never know. I don't know with him. I really don't, and that's what bothers me about the guy. Ankle sprain, LeBron. Every every ankle sprain is basically a high ankle sprain. All of them. Any athlete that has an ankle sprain is a high ankle sprain. All of them. If somebody (laughs) told you differently, they're a liar. Also, Joe is um, his career. You want to tell people what you do? So just he. While we may not have been educated to talk about some things, we are educated to talk about <laughs> sports. And in this case, I'm a physical therapist assistant. I, I do this daily. 
It's your job. It's my job. Been doing it for a long time. Pretty much every, like I said, pretty much every ankle sprain that you're going to see is a high ankle sprain in in this regard, in a, in a basketball setting, in a football setting. Like they're all going to be high ankle sprains. He's come back from probably 25 high ankle sprains minimum. Minimum. Minimum 25 high ankle sprains. How is this one any different? Because he's 35 or 37 or 38, whatever. It's got to be because he's older. Stop. I'm with you. Stop. <laughs> I'm with you. Come he on, gets LeBron. the best treatment, best care in the world. Come on. Stop it. Hey, who's the best basketball player of all time? Michael Jordan. Is it close? Not for me. Not for me. Who's the second best basketball player in the world? In the history of the game. Not in the world now. Ooh. Discussion. That's a debate. I mean, I think you have to. LeBron has to be in consideration for that. I think that he, he's got to be in the consideration of top five, absolutely. <laughs> wow. You just jumped over two, three, and four? No, no. I'm, I'm saying I could put him in somewhere in, the, no, in two through five. Oh, somewhere yeah, that, in two through five. That's what's crazy to me. I don't know that that, that works. Who's two for you? Kobe. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm down with Kobe there, too. But LeBron's probably three. What if Kobe, this is going to sound bad. What if Kobe never died in a helicopter crash? Would he still be two? Uh, for me, probably. I, he he was. I didn't me. like Kobe in his NBA career, but me I either. Again, respect. I respected his game. You cannot watch that guy play and not respect his game. It's kind of how I feel about LeBron. You don't have to like him or not. Like jumps teams, he's not like your. He's not like an alpha dog. Like he is a leader. Okay, he is a leader. You can't, but he's not like the leader that we like. I like like Michael Jordan leader. And and Kobe being Brian. And Kobe, yeah, Kobe being Brian leader even more so. LeBron's not going to lead like that. He don't have that killer mentality, and that's what you and I, that's what we both want. I want that killer mentality. Like, my favorite player, my best player, I want to have that that mindset, like, killer mentality. Do you and think that's LeBron the difference? Don't have that. I think, like, for, for people that say that LeBron James is the best player, and I'm, I'm, I'm super interested in this, so if you if you want to have this discussion at JH23 on Twitter, yes, sir, that's a, a shameless plug. Um, what is it again? One more time, a little sore. At JH23. Yeah, talk to me on Twitter because I truly want to know why people think LeBron James is the best of all time. Like, like I said, most talented I am quite all right with because 6'8", 265, can move like he does. Right. Mm-mm. No, there's not very many people on the planet that's ever been more talented. And I don't think there's anyone more talented than he is. But his mindset to me is what doesn't make him the greatest of all time. I agree. And that for me, it's that mindset. And I, I equate that to killer mentality. He just doesn't have that I'm going to finish you here right now enough for me. That's just that's just me. That's just me. I don't I don't think so. But I mean, I still think he belongs in the top three. I don't think you can move him out of the top three. Me personally, because of talent. Because of his talent, yeah, and and, and his accomplishments. He's yeah, yeah, no, he's accomplishment. He's definitely a stat filler. Like he his stats, I mean, his numbers are crazy. Yeah, his numbers, his his pure stats are are going to go down as the greatest of all time. Right, and I think what bothers you so much is you've watched him play. Like history books will show that it's not close. It's LeBron James. Right, but because we grew up watching him from start to finish, there's so much more there. Potentially, that's, that's. I mean, I've said we've had this discussion on our podcast several times now, but that is the thing for me. That I think the thing that bothers me the very, very most about LeBron James is not that he's doesn't have the killer mentality that bothers me, but it's the fact that he could be so much better than he's been. Yep. like he could have been one of the the stupidest, most accomplished sports figures that's ever lived on this planet maybe the most accomplished sports figure potentially at least in the conversation which means you're the best in your sport if he would have like if he, if he would have taken his first four or five years and continued to play defense like he did and then understood how to 
how to change his mindset from I'm a stat filler to I'm a winner. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, he 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 would have won seven or eight rings, right? And yeah. this wouldn't even be a thing right now. I'm with you. I'm with you. The old LeBron James ankle quote. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Can't, can't, interesting can't really get down with that. Got anything else? No, sir, Chris. I think that about wraps us up tonight, buddy. Yeah, man. Um, boy, that was fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, that's, hope- that was a little different than what we than what we normally do. Yeah, that's I, outside of our comfort zone. Yeah, I liked it though. I enjoyed it. I yeah. hope. Um, listen. So, on a serious note, we really, really appreciate you spending this time with us and uh, Anthony's show. Of course, please continue to support. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Hope you gave you something a little bit different. Um, a, obviously, a different perspective here, front porch perspective. If you did like that, though, seriously, go give us a listen. Um, uh, it's front sitting on at front sitting at Twitter, but I'm sure we'll put our tag here uh, when we tweet it, so you can go follow us, subscribe to our show if you would. Um, all of you people listening in different countries, hey, we're we're lacking a little bit, so uh, slide on over and, and give us a listen, so we can try and catch the catch the perspective here. But uh, but on shameless a, plug, <laughs> shameless plug. But on a serious note, though, we really did appreciate the time here, and, and we hope you guys enjoyed it. Anthony, man, we appreciate you letting us uh, letting us drive the car, giving us the keys to this thing, and letting us uh, kind of just do our thing. I, I enjoyed the you know the him just giving it to us and saying, "Hey, take it. It's yours. Have at it." So yeah, we had a good time with it. Hopefully, you guys did too. Uh, like I said, Anthony, we appreciate you, and uh, yeah, we're out. <laughs>